sponsored by NextStand, the laptop stand for the next generation. We still haven't found out, Jarvis, who Mel is or why he's going to see her. <laughs> still haven't found that out. <laughs> there you go. Jarvis, thank you. Where, where, where are you coming from, sir? What do you mean? Where, where are you based? Where am I based? I'm, a, I'm based on Earth. On Earth? Oh. That's correct. It's, do you know what? There's a lot of trouble on Earth at the moment, isn't there? Yeah. There's an awful lot of trouble. Yeah, absolutely. So um, now, just so everybody knows, and we, we'll come back round to it, but you have a you have a new album out. I do indeed. Uh, it's with a friend of yours. Um, do you want to do you want to tell me a little bit about him? Trevor. Yeah. He's an amazing dude. Yeah. Amazing bass player. Um, he's my hero, man. I've looked up to him forever. I grew up listening to his music. And yeah, I love him to death. Okay. So you've called yourselves Travis Duo. Yes. And the name of the album, which is now going along at the bottom of the screen there. How, how do you pronounce that? Hypnagogia. Hypnagogia. Right. Or hypnagogia. Right. What does that yeah. mean? What does it mean? Um, it's a it's a state you're in right before you fall asleep. Really, is it now? It's like, um, it's the in between state of consciousness, in between waking life and sleeping life. Right. So it's okay. where you, you tend to be a little. Um, open to different things and you start seeing things that aren't there and hearing things that could be there might not be yeah yeah so it does that come does that mean that that comes after rem i'm not quite sure it might be during oh it might be during right stand in the place where you are <laughs> right <laughs> Do you mind? now being square yeah brilliant <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it. that's a great album. Such a good album. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. But is it that might be before them. I don't know. It might be after. Yeah. Is green is green your I don't know, it's sidetracking slightly, but is green your favorite REM album? Ooh, what's the frequency is a pretty good one too. Yeah. What's the frequency can if I... yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Right. Yeah, it's great man. Yeah, very, very good band. Yeah, Michael Stipe. <laughs> band, but you know. <laughs> so when when did when did you start with music? When when did music enter into your life on earth? Oh man, music! Music came to me really. I I really had no choice. Mm. It's just something that I don't know, man. Music, music has always been around, even before I was born. But, you know, um, when did music enter my life? My parents are both musicians, not professionally, but, well, my father was semi-professional, but um, 
Yeah, I grew up in the countryside and the birds were always chirping and there was always Yo-Yo Ma and the Beatles were always playing in the house, just kind of like air, just breathing it in. And mm. um, it was just always around. So do, do, you, do you feel that you write music then or do you feel that music's there and you just channel it? Um, I do make music. Right. I definitely, um, I don't know about the channeling part, but I go in with a, with a very strict intention. Hmm. Um, and um, yeah, so maybe the music does write itself, but I do try to persuade it or just kind of maneuver things and um yeah but you but you believe it has an energy of its own but it's absolutely when you're in the moment you know you just yeah. gotta try to go with the flow but you also gotta navigate hmm. and i think that's the most important part like i don't want to like a lot of improvised music is just masturbating into a microphone and that's not what i want to do I could do that on my own and I don't think people need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Masturbate on my own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So in, in terms of, in terms of uh, any kind of training, etc., uh, did you, did you ever have formal training in music? No, not really. No. Okay. Yes. Yes. In a way. No, no. In a way. Um, I say that because um, I play the sitar, which is a classical Indian instrument. And of course, there's a lot to learn scales and stuff. And I, I've still got a long way to go. I still need to learn a lot. But um, I've spent a lot of time in India. And I think the sitar is really a way of life. You know, it's the, the smells you smell and the sounds you hear and the food you eat. It's what time you wake up in the morning. and like there are certain so scales that you can only play at certain times of the day okay so it's a very sensual sensual instrument is what you're saying sure yeah yeah so in that sense yeah I, i've had a bit of training yeah yeah were there, were there any in terms of recording artists or or, 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 or people that have made music but any people along the way that were big influences Trevor Dunn, <laughs> huge influence. Um, I mean, I must have seen him play at least two, three hundred times living in New York. He plays a lot and he, he never disappoints. Um, grew up listening to a lot of Nirvana. Mm -hmm. Big, big influence. Um, a lot of punk rock, a lot of... Um, Whew, a lot of jazz, John Coltrane, of course, Pharrell Sanders, Mal Waldron is one of my favorites. I listen to him a lot. Um, Roland Kirk, he's one of my favorites. Listen to him a lot. Um, yeah. So a lot, a lot of different, a lot of different people, a lot of different influences, really, oh, as well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what is it about? Is there any 
factor that sort of sits across all of those people do you think that that you know yeah I like, punk punk I like punk rock i like the spirit of punk i think i mean genres don't really exist does it it's either good right. or bad music yeah sure and sure so i like good music <laughs> but but you like you like an attitude in there totally i think coltrane especially like giant steps or my favorite things it's a really punk rock album like if you think about it yeah i'm you know like that was like blast beats and like thrash and like there was yeah. no other kind of music like that yeah yeah, 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 yeah. About the time like you're just listening to really soft but dynamic too like you know sometimes beethoven could be punk as fuck like he'll drop some heavy heavy stuff and yeah yeah oh yeah no absolutely i i yeah. i hear that i hear that as well yeah yeah same with you know one of my favorite pieces of classical music is marla's resurrection symphony okay right it's just so bombastic at really? times yeah you know yeah, so, yeah like you said i guess i'm into the spirit of punk i really like intense but i think of punk as like a very innovative spirit you know you're always pushing the boundaries pushing buttons yeah that's really important and a lot of music has gone soft i the, the other thing is that i mean you mentioned coltrane and you know coltrane played a lot with davis as well sure and and some people would say that you know between them and davis you know, in particular, probably reinvented jazz X many yeah. times, you know. Yeah. I, is that is that something that's important to you as well, is kind of almost deconstructing and then re-putting putting back together again? And Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do what other people are doing because they're, they're doing it already and they're probably doing it better than I. So what's the point, you know? Mm. I want to try and like absorb the spirit, but not regurgitate. I want to, I want to do something that only I can do. And yeah. Just trying to get all this these sounds out of my head, you know, like like the sounds that I hear. And this album is actually really close, so close. It's like really on the brink of like what I really want to do, and it's like the closest I've ever gotten. There are going to be people that you know. Some of the some of the things that you mentioned. I mean, it's great that you know you start off and you you sing that little bit of REM, etc. Sure. There's going to be some people that would listen to you singing that and go, "Okay, do you know what? With with REM though, I get that it's like a it's a pop tune, even though actually it's it's bigger than that. Sure. All right, and it's more than that." You know, now if you listen to your latest record, there will be some people that will struggle with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because, and I've I've had this conversation with people before, because actually their listening experience or their ears mm. are not in in tune, right? Yeah. And do you, do you know what I'm saying by that? They they haven't pushed yeah. themselves as a listener. 
Yeah. For you, is it is it important that people do try and push themselves a little bit? Because I think yeah. fundamentally, no. Because I think yeah. it's it. I think it is. Well, like I said, I think there's like good music and bad music, and I mean, if somebody listens to it and thinks, "Ugh," or like has a hard time listening to it, then I, it just means I haven't done my job. Does it though? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm not sure about that because I I just think that some people have. Do you know what I? I think there's. I think people come into music at different levels. Right. right? Okay. Right. And I think a lot of people in this day and age, mm -hmm. they they don't actually listen to music; they just mm -hmm. hear music. Right. Mm -hmm. So so music isn't music it's music it's it's the, in the music yeah yeah it's in the background right it's it's just it's just you know sort of soundtracking the it's not soundtracking their lives in a meaningful way it's just soundtracking their lives in the background it's just it just mm. exists there right mm. but i think actually for, for a lot of people they need to actually there's a there's a point where they actually need to get to with music where they actually stop Mm. and really begin to listen and I, I actually think for some people they there's a process in that right. so when I say when I say you know there's going to be people that will come to come to what you you've done and actually un, understand understand it or or appreciate it right from the word go but I think for right. other people there are going to be people that will need to actually flex a muscle which they've not flexed yet right and that's hopefully if i could massage their brain yeah that way that'd be great yeah Maybe some things just grow on you like mm -hmm. some music i didn't like when i was younger but now i love or you like, see there you go i'm right <laughs> yeah but like yeah i guess so <laughs> books, you know you'll read or even some words like you'll read and you'll understand it but yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's yeah. Well, uh, even even if you do understand it, I think sometimes, sometimes as well, you you've just got to be in the right mode for it or in the right. Sure. You, you know, and that's that's important as well because, yeah, you know, I mean, talking about books, there are certain books that I've, you know, I'll start. Yeah. And I'll go. This is hard. Right. You know. And it's not actually because it's a hard book. Right. But, but sometimes, again, if you read one book after another book and one book's really styled in a particular way mm -hmm. and the writer writes in a particular way and, you know, maybe it's uh, it's, it's fairly obvious how, how things are going or whatever. Right. And then you come to something else that's a little bit more challenging in terms of structure or something. Mm -hmm. Your brain's actually like, oh you know yeah uh, and so the temptation is to put it down but what i'd like to say is to people is don't put it down right right just keep going, keep going at it yeah. and actually you know with that as well maybe the the first experience of it won't be the the the, the totally right experience of it right but the next time you do it the next time you read that book or the next time you listen to that album, 
yeah it will start to go you'll go right and actually quite often i feel with i feel with albums that are like that they end up being the best albums right yeah right yeah yeah because actually you've had to you've had to you've had to work at opening up and once you've once you've you've worked through that then you hear more than you did, ever did before right right and then there's there then there become bits of that that are particularly special what what bits of this album what yeah. bits of this album do you want really want people to hear i mean you, obviously you want them to hear all of it but yeah sonically oh. There might be some little bits in it that you go, do you know that? I really hope they hear that. Hmm. I, I, put, I put you on the spot there, haven't I? There you go. Kind of. I mean, I think people will probably hear this album differently from how I hear it because I've worked on it for like the past two years, year and a yeah. half or so. And there are parts, like there was this one part where I swore I put in these vocal harmonies and we went through the whole process of mixing and mastering and I heard it. And then like, just recently I was, because it became a video, I was re-listening to it and um, the, the harmonies weren't there. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And um, I went back through all the files and the harmonies were never there. <laughs> and I, I thought I had done it, but I was just hallucinating, audio hallucination, you know? So, like, this album's really special to me. And yeah. I've kind of worked my whole life up to this point yeah. to make this album. Um, what makes it so special then for you? It's working with Trevor, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a fucking idol. Like, I've learned so much from him. Um, from this one session as well, but just hearing him play and his approach, and he's just such a sweet dude and such a great, such a great, humble man. And just going to his shows and stuff, I would just, the small things, you know, just, I really admire him as a human being. Yeah. How how did you approach it in the studio with him or or did, did you did you have to do lots of this separately or were you actually together for for a lot of this? Oh, we were together the whole time. You were together, right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, um most of the horns and the xylophone and the drums, vocals and stuff came afterwards. But um the main the core of the album is just me and Trevor playing or Trevor and I, sorry, <laughs> um, playing. Um, I had all these diagrams and drawings that I had, all these songs. I don't know how to write music, like no mm. but I do know, like I have my own way of writing out music. Like I'll have diagrams and sketches. Yeah. Sometimes you, you have, you have something that can structure it. Yes. Yeah, like sometimes it'll just be colors or, Whatever. And um, so me initially we went in to do a seven inch. So we gonna do two yeah. that's, that's great. Yeah. And um we just kept playing, like it felt really good. 
Yeah. And um, Martin BC just kind of kept egging us on and and he's he's a fucking master too. I, no, I was gonna say how vital was his role in oh, terms he's of amazing. This? He's amazing. Yeah. He he just like just mad professional, like had everything ready to go, you know, very comfortable. Yeah. Um, just kind of egged us on in a really good way, just kept the flow going. He's yeah. kind of the man that christened the band, um, Travis duo. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we were getting ready for our next take and um, over the monitors, Martin just kind of slipped and he said, you got, Travis, are you ready to go? And that just kind of stuck. Right. That's, 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 that's how it came about. Yeah. So fascinating. Since then, it's been Travis and um, yeah, Martin, incredible man. Yeah. Incredible. Do, do you feel? Do you feel that this has got the kind of? Do you think it's kind of captured the kind of vibe of one of those great Coltrane albums for you? I would hope so. Yeah, has. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that's great. Like a Pharrell Sanders Tembi feel. Mm. That's one of my favorite favorite albums. Um, like I wasn't thinking about all of this, but you know, it's just afterwards. It's like, oh wow! Like I just kind of made a killer record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, absolutely. Because you know, sometimes you can go in the studio with people that you love and. It's just the magic's not there, and sometimes it just doesn't happen. But this time, it really happened, and yeah, working towards it. So I'm glad it did. I'm glad it sounds good. And I think the most important part is that it was really fun to do. Yeah, yeah. Like I enjoyed the process. Like we were. There were some moments where we would be playing. And we would just lock eyes and just smile at each other. Well, no, I was just going to ask that. I mean, yeah. did, did did you did you? Because in a way, playing with your hero is yeah is you know could be quite daunting. But did you just forget that? Did it? Did the did the magic of the music and what you were doing just melt that away? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we we talk and stuff you know like we hang out um when i first met him and talked to him i was super nervous and i still kind of get nervous but um he's just a super chill dude you know so um and he's as human as you and i mm. so but the, the the thing is that is one of the beautiful things about music as well though isn't it it's true is that you know when you've got that music connection, when you're when you're communicating with music, mm -hmm. all of those other kind of conventions of communication, etc., go right. You know, and like in the real world, where well, not in the real world, but in 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 the the fake world of right. celebrity and or, or or someone being at a different level from someone else, you know, people get nervous about meeting someone that's at a different level or yeah. you know or supposedly their hero or whatever but sure. you know 
I mean, I, I, I had the pleasure of playing again with a, a good friend of mine who's, um, you know, when he was 10 and I was 14, we were in a band together. Right? Yeah. Now, and a few years ago, his brother got married and we, we put a band back together. Oh, cool. <laughs> right. And, and, but, but now he's a, he's a world famous drummer, composer, cool orchestrator. Right. Um, you know, but, and so on the outside level, mm. you know, he's, he's famous, right? Mm. And, you know, you, you could look at him and go, whoa, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy. Right. Yeah. But, as, but as soon as, as soon as we got playing again and on stage, and I've said it to, to people before, mm. I was 14 again, he was 10. Right. Because you, but you guys were mates, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Do you know, but you know what I mean as well. I just think music kind of transcends that. You just, right. you just, you're speaking in a completely different world and a completely different language, and it just, right. none of that matters. Well, all, you know all that, all that matters is what's actually going on. Yeah. You know? Well, for me, like I was never really nervous because he was famous or he was like a semi-celebrity or anything. I just admired his playing. Yeah. Just as a musician, I didn't really. I just, I think he's a real genius, man. Like, have you heard his solo record that he put out from Tadic Nocturne? Mm. Incredible album. Yeah. Um, there's a track on there. I forgot what it was called, but. I'd stop drinking for a while and I would put that record on because it would really put me in that drunk state. Like there's this one with, with the piano. It's an incredible album. Yeah. A lot, uh, a lot more people need to listen to Nocturnes on Tadic. <laughs> an incredible album, Trevor Dunn. He only plays on one of the tracks and he hired other musicians to play all his music. And it's, it's mind blowing, man. It's all well, listen, ladies and listen, gentlemen. I your 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 album that you've produced together is mind blowing as well. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, you're very uh, and it's it's you know, I really do hope that people will listen. Um uh, give it give it the time, give it the space, you know. If it's if it's if it's immediate for them, that's great. If it's yeah. hard for them, I I hope that they just I hope they keep going. I hope they persevere. I hope they, I hope it massages a muscle. Yeah. I hope this, and I hope this is one of those albums that for some people turns them on to music. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, me too, man. It's, yeah. uh, it's like uh, William Blake, right? Like to feel, is it to, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But you, what you're what you're saying is that you know, it, it, I, I think, I think actually, you know, sometimes something comes along where, and you you you've felt that so much from from what you've said in the actual making of this album. I I think for some people this will be an album where people in in years to come go, I listened to that, and that is when I started to listen to music. Oh man. There you go. 
That'd be great. And we, we, I, I might cry now. So, because <laughs> that was an emotive moment. Jarvis, it's been an absolute great. pleasure talking to you today. Um, if people want to get to hear this music, where can they do it? Because that's an important thing for them to know. Oh, yeah. Come come on through to my homepage, jarvisearnshaw.com. Um, J A R V I S E A R N S H A W. It's on the screen, folks. You've got no excuse. There it is. Um, yeah. and then there's Bandcamp. Um, but I would really, really, really love for people to hear it on the LP. Um, mm. it's it was intended to be a record, it was never intended to be online. It's mm. always gonna be an LP. And um, it was mastered for an LP. I did get it remastered for digital platforms just because, um, just because, you know, it just sounds well, when you it, it sounds different. And, and, and yeah, but the at LP the moment, and, and at the moment, vinyl's difficult to get hold of, right? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Thanks, Adele. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> that's, what, that's what everyone's saying. Yeah. Thanks, Adele. Thanks, Adele. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, it really was intended to be listened to on an LP, on vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds incredible on vinyl. Cool. When I got the test presses, I had to listen to it like 10 times because I couldn't stop crying. Like, it's it's really something else. Like, the, yeah. Yeah. the vinyl really, like, it glues everything together. Do you have any? Do you have any idea at this stage when that that's going to happen? Very soon. Good. Good. Very soon. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But so, yeah. someone someone needs to someone needs to discover how to recycle, um, or 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 you know, find a different yeah. way with vinyl, yeah. right? Well, you know, you know it's funny because vinyl isn't just records; it's flooring. Yeah. All these other things. So. Yeah. You know. I'm I'm still waiting for someone to di to discover how to make vinyl records out of seaweed. Ooh. That'd be cool. Because you you know some people if you don't are, like it. You can make a nice miso soup. Well, the point is, some people are now beginning to to actually cultivate seaweed as a plastic alternative. Oh wow! Right. So just think how cool that would be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be cool. Yeah, if, if someone could get it right so that it actually sounds good, it feels yeah. good, and it's made actually made of seaweed. That's I just feel cool. that that would be great. Yeah. Didn't they try to do that with um, the corn husk? Yeah. Yeah. Just so any scientists out there, if you crack that, I'd be so on that. Yeah, totally, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so would every musician that's waiting for, you know, Adele to stop making albums. Um, <laughs> well, hey, no, it's not her fault. Like, and her music's great, man. I like some of her music. Um, it's really the corporations, man. Yeah, it's really the the companies and the the management behind these superstars that really don't give a fuck about anybody else, and they only think about. The money you know and yeah i mean how many i just can't imagine how many taylor swift fans actually listen to vinyl 
Like, it's just like that's what kind of upsets me. And hey, I love Taylor Swift. Don't get me wrong. Like, I really do. But what you're saying is that if if look, it's the majority of toy yeah. that you want to put on your shelf. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Just if you're not actually going to listen to it, if you're yeah. not actually going to listen to it, what's the point? Yeah. Like, yeah, lot, yeah. like that's what bums me out. Like, that's really what bums me out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People buying albums just to put them on the shelf. Yeah. Or, turn, or turn them into clocks, even. Oh, what's, that's the worst, isn't it? What's that about? <laughs> there you go. Right. Do not, do not buy a vinyl clock for Christmas. Ban yeah. it. There you go, folks. Mine is in the vinyl. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ooh. There you go. Jarvis, been an absolute pleasure. Um, cheers. Have a great Christmas, my friend. Have a great 2022. Oh, looking forward to it. I, uh, do let me know when the vinyl's out so that we can celebrate it and um, and, and tell everybody about it as well. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Graham. Lovely. Happy holidays. Bye for now. Cheers. Cheers. Take care. You too.